Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to Never Meet Your Idols, a podcast where your idols get real, whether you like it it or not. Well, hi, welcome to Never Meet Your Idols. I am your host, Coray. And I'm Laura Mary. And today's a very exciting day because we're doing our first episode in person i know it's crazy it's like haven't seen anyone for months and now it's like (laughs) awkward as fuck (laughs) um and we have churches here in the studio with us right in front of us in real life here's your idols churches yep it's really weird isn't it yeah (laughs) i was thinking about getting used to for me as well to be honest i'm like whoa there's people we've lost yeah. all social skills yeah. not well, i did yeah. try with people that aren't each other and our immediate loved ones <laughs> don't like to yeah. do it i didn't have many social skills to begin didn't. with so <laughs> <laughs> um and we're all in los angeles yet i am the only american in the room so what oh. the hell are you guys doing here that's a good point you invited yeah. us. <laughs> you're outnumbered and um, well we're here ian is normally in glasgow but he's finally managed to come over here to work on some new music and uh, the album, the New Churches album, comes out at the end of the month. So, little bits of promo and little bits of studio time. Mm. And it's August 29th it comes out? 27th. 27th. Day after my birthday. Ah, oh. Cool. <laughs> um, are you guys here the entire time doing press in LA, like in person? Or is this your first in person interview with I'm us? actually trapped. We're actually trapped here. Lauren <laughs> and I are trapped here. Well, I am at least. Because you, we our visas expired, um, so we can't leave. Because <laughs> you won't be able, able to, to come back, back in. in. Yeah. Yes, but they're not taking the appointments. Yeah. If they're like, if you have a work visa that's provisionally approved and you're already in America, they're like, you're fine, yeah. just stay there. Stupid. But we can't keep, get out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, yes, we're. I mean, lucky to be in a place full of sunshine and yeah. we can do work and we can. And you're together. Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah, it could, it could be, be a lot worse. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of just our whole studio set up is here and so we've been working away on the next thing that comes out after screen violence which has been really really refreshing because normally when you're making a record your whole mindset is only focused on that and you're obsessed with it every day you think about it and talk about it and you worry about whether or not it's going to work or it's not going to work but now my head is so like in new music that I'm like, oh, well, if it doesn't work, we've got a bunch of new songs. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Just put them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good cool. emotional exercise. I wish we'd <laughs> yeah. done it like this previously, but I guess, yeah, time, there was never time like that yeah. in a previous album cycle universe. So that's one of the positive things, I guess, we mm-hmm. can take away from this is time to... Every musician always complains too much time on the road is bad for your creativity. <laughs> and now we're like, there's no road. There's yeah, no road. There is so no all road. we can do is make music, yeah. which is quite pleasant in many ways yeah that is cool I feel like 
during COVID and stuff, that's like the one thing. If you have got a studio set up and stuff, you can just get on with writing the next stuff. Yeah, I think like that is a positive because I don't know. A lot of people have creativity blocks at the moment, but if you guys can do it, then yeah, you might as well go ahead and like write yeah. the next stuff and then. Yeah, it must help that you're all yeah. together too, with the. So you could all be writing in the same room instead of trying yeah. to writing. It's a hell of a lot easier to, yeah. well, particularly to write um, new ideas. Yeah. Like if there are ideas in place, which a lot of them were when we were making um, screen violence remotely, um, it's much easier to sort of collaborate online in terms of like arranging and producing and that sort of stuff. But actually like coming up with new ideas is next to impossible over, over yeah. Zoom. Yeah. What is your writing process? Because, Lauren, you, you play drums, right? You have a history. I, I, I did in a drums. previous <laughs> a previous life. I guess I haven't really played drums at all for since this band. Churches started. Oh wow! Well, okay. Sec- That's what the I was second record, there was like kind of electronic drum set, and we would use it like a few times mm-hmm. during the the show. But uh, yeah, most of the drumming on the records has been programmed, and then we did have a live drummer. So then Johnny, our live drummer, would play whenever we needed kit done. So, but yeah, I guess we don't. None of us come from like a kind of pop band background. We're all yeah. from more like. Uh, alternative guitar sort of backgrounds but um yeah most of the time we'll start either with a demo that one of the guys has or we'll start with the instrumental and work up a vocal melody on top of that and then then get to lyrics so i just get to kind of hang out and bob my head for the first <laughs> section sec- section and uh, vibe vibe in the background until it's time for lyrics for the most part oh that's great yeah that's cool Ooh. you have a little system figured out then Spending, Everyone has their role. It's been 10 years. Oh, 10 years of <laughs> churches, so at this point I'm like, I think we all... Yes. We're still going, though. You said, mm. don't. There's a big sigh. You are like, Phew. Yeah, no, <laughs> And you still seem to like, like each f- other. Yeah, yeah. 10 years, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 years of liking each other and working together is impressive. Yeah, it is. I yeah. think you guys like each other. We're yeah. making you sit really close really to each other <laughs> on the sofa, so hopefully you like each other. We did ask for separate studios to do the yeah. interview, but I don't think that was granted. <laughs> it's, no. it's, it's the most like a, sort of like a family I've ever experienced outside of, you know, my biological family. Yeah. Really so it's, it's great. There's lots lots of ups and downs, but um, you know, we're we're all humans and we all work really well together in the end. So that's that's what really you know brought us together and keeps us together. That's hard to find. It, there being three of you, I always wonder what happens when you don't agree on something creatively. <laughs> like, do, do you have a vote and it's like two against one? I've never had to really do that. Really? Yeah, it's actually a really. It's a, three is a horrible number for like a democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, because one person will always feel like they're getting the raw deal. Yeah. And that they're being ganged up on in some way. So, in fact, if there's a disagreement, even if the person is outnumbered, my stance is usually just be like, okay, explain yourself, and if you, in an impassioned way, you really, really mean what you say, then we just like, okay, then it is what it is. But it's more like a veto system than a, than a democracy. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, but you have to take it all case by case. So like, if there's like, a song, if there's a song that you guys finished for the record and one person's like I hate this song I don't want it on the record uh, and the other two people are like in the room with us oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I always wonder this because like I I don't have bandmates for this reason like I get a touring band yeah. but when it comes to writing and being creative like I'm like no it's only me because it's not a democracy <laughs> yeah. so I just always am curious about when there's three people mm. 
that's usually the only that type of thing is the only source of like real disagreement between mm -hmm. us ever and it usually comes down to a veto system yeah uh but like with the same token it's like state your case do you want to die on this hell? Do you care enough to like yeah, choose go your battle. all the way mm -hmm. for this song, whether you really want it on the album or you really don't? If we'll usually, if one person feels strongly enough, the other two will be like, "All right, fair enough." Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. worth like fighting. trust yeah. thing as well. I think yeah. I think you have to just trust that no one's gonna use their veto for selfish reasons or mm. po yeah. pointlessly. And I don't know. Sometimes I'm sure we've all thought about it. We're like, man, if you didn't have to have a three-way decision-making process, you could make decisions really quickly, but I don't know if they would be, in my opinion, for me, I don't think I would make the best decisions or the best music by myself. Yeah. I don't think I've always liked being part of a band, and especially this band. I'm like, I only do a tiny part of what the band is, so... Eh? It, well, but you know what I mean? Like, each, <laughs> each of us plays an important role in what it is, so I think it would be like arrogant to be like, oh, I can just do it myself. I don't. Mm. It would be much easier to do it myself. I don't think that that, that applies. In our, in our minds. Yeah, just arrogant. <laughs> no, I mean, like, once you're no, in a band. Like, if well, you always especially if you trust each different. other. That's the thing. Like, if you yeah. trust and respect each other, trust, yeah. you just sometimes are like, yeah, I can accept that maybe you're right and I'm just not getting it right now. Mm. Yeah, sense. and trust each other's skill set and, like, respect that, I suppose. And, like, yeah, I've definitely been in bands with people where I didn't have a similar enough mentality or similar enough taste to make anything that good and it was just constantly, like pushing and pulling against the tide but I feel like we have a, a skill set that 99% of the time really matches up really well mm. and most of the time we do agree so yeah. Yeah. I feel like the positives definitely outweigh the negatives like once every couple of years maybe we'll be like oh that fucking song and we'll be a little yeah. about it yeah. but I feel like all, ba all bands have that somewhere it's just yeah. the perils of once every couple of years is pretty good yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's pretty good I, it's usually like a really it's kind of like a bad problem to have. If, mm. it, if it gets that far, it's usually because a labels and your managers and sometimes bandmates are like, this is fucking massive, we need to cut it. And then like some people, are, uh, whether it's me or Lauren or Ian, for whatever reason, will be like, I don't feel like this is right for us. Mm. And then, so like a two month argument will like ensue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Every time we don't put out the pop song, uh, like a fairy at the label dies. There's plenty of label fairies. Uh, yeah. And then it's like, oh, if you're after the album comes out and it really works, everyone's like, wow, I, you had the song anyway. And then if it doesn't come out, they're like, that was the song. Yeah, yeah. The song. Everybody yeah. always knows best in hindsight. Of course. And they're like, oh, fine. Failure has. Failure is a bastard, as they say. Oh. Did they say that? Success say, has a thousand that. fathers. <laughs> failure is a oh, bastard. Oh, that's new to me. <laughs> is that a yeah, Scottish that, thing? I've never heard this I before. Like it. I, I like do it. I do like it. I just discovered that the word outwith is only a word in Scottish. I'm sorry, what? Outwith. No. Yes, like outwith the realms of possibility. But that seems like outwith. a very pop common phrase. So last night I used the word out with and I tried to and it wouldn't autocorrect and I was like what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, I looked this up it's only in Scotland. What? Yeah I mean 
I wouldn't know that. And See? I'm yeah, I have no idea. Saying. Jeez. I mean, I've so heard it, but I didn't, I didn't really, yeah. I mean, it seems like quite an antiquated word, doesn't it? Maybe. I've noticed that Fortnite confuses people outside of the UK sometimes as well. N-I-T-E. Well, like, not, not like Fortnite. Yeah. Not like the game, but like once a fortnight, once every two oh. weeks. Like yeah. 14 nights Fortnite. Right, right. Like, n- no. Would you know no, that? I no, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Oh. We could just go around and make it stuff yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I believe it. This is great content, isn't it? I know. That's why we're here, mate. That's why we're here. She's a songwriter. She appreciates Um, language. It's fine. I don't know if you know the show much or like the whole premise behind it, but um, the main question we ask every guest is Have you ever met your idol? And if so, what were they like? (sighs) This is actually. This is kind of a contentious one because. Uh-oh. Guy, At last. Does it begin with an M? <laughs> it, it, oh. it does, uh, <laughs> because the guy went on to prove himself as like a racist and actually a cunt. But before, at this point, he wasn't yet out as like a BMP loving. Like, no, he was just right ca- cunt. Casually, uh, people were like, "Is he racist? He seems a little sexist. I can't tell." The he point, wasn't yeah, fully down yet. The, uh, we're talking about Morrissey. <laughs> okay, I As thought you worked out, yeah. Yeah. You could have guessed. Uh, I once met Morrissey in an airport lounge after Outside Lounge, San Francisco. I think so, yeah. On our first album, or some, we were in San Francisco for whatever reason, I don't remember. And we came in the lounge and I was like, holy shit, there's Morrissey. This is like 2014. And I'm like, I'm going to go and say hello. Like... <laughs> I don't care what you guys say. You don't understand what these lyrics mean to me. The Smiths is the most important band ever, alongside The Cure. Uh, they're like, man, I don't. He's got a bit of a rep. Don't do it. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. And you know who dares wins. And all I want to say is, you know, the proper like fanboy shit. Sorry to disturb you. I just wanted to say yeah. thank you for like, you know, etc. etc. And uh, just as I got up to him. He sort of looked up from his newspaper and a security guard jumped up from his seat and put his hand in my face and was like, like right in my face, pushed me back and was like, no, not now, not now, right in my face. I was like, wow. And I kind of turned my back as Morrissey started laughing at me and like put his head back in his uh, newspaper. <laughs> oh my and I had to walk walk of shame across the whole airport <laughs> lounge. He's like laughing. And you know what's not it was like he was laughing, yeah. But it was a kind of a bit of an ego check cuz at that point in 2014 things were going really well for us and we were like it was like we were I don't want to say, oh, we were blown up, but we were. It was like mm-hmm. things were moving really quickly and we thought really fucking cool and whatever. <laughs> and I just got slaughtered. It was like... <laughs> not cool enough got for Morrissey. Not yeah. cool enough for Morrissey. And yet, maybe the universe was doing me a favour. Yeah. Because next thing you know, is Kim and Nigel Farage are licking each other's arses and they're uh, publicly... <laughs> Literally. You know, I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, so... But it was a very on brand, like the way we tried to make you feel better about it was that it was a very on brand interaction. If you had met Morrissey and he had been so nice yeah, and like so thoughtful and been like, that's so amazing that you say that my work means he doesn't care. So eventually you're like, that's probably what teenage you thought Morrissey would do. If I, you I thought to. he might just actually say, all right, nice to meet you. Have a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> Which is all <laughs> I really wanted. <laughs> just acknowledgement. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 
I guess you never know what's happening in somebody's internal life, but yeah. I guess no, I think, I think right. Morrissey's a cunt. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. kind yeah. of on that page. Well, Even on his good days. But funny... it's just, yeah, it's a good lesson in, like, yeah. what it, not that we, we're obviously all fans of things, but it was probably a good reminder of, like, what that feels like to be a fan if someone can't be bothered. Yeah. Well, I was a bigger fan of The Cure in the first place, yeah. and then we have since come to know Robert Smith, who is a lovely human yeah. being. It's and a lot like, more approachable. The, the dream <laughs> scenario in every way. So to me, that just settles the age-old argument. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we did meet that idol. And I that guess. Idol and you really collaborated nice. with him on the yeah. network, yeah. correct? So, and he actually is even better than I thought. Yeah, lovely guy. I would say. Very funny. Yeah, very funny, very dry. Mm. Like, we've done, like, some promo stuff with him on Zoom, and it's just constantly, like, he's ma- making these jokes that are on the cusp of too edgy, and it's <laughs> about to derail the promo at any moment. Yeah. But I think that's good, that if somebody can still enjoy music and enjoy promoting it. Like, I feel like that's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, that's not really bad. So you <laughs> I just mean him, that part in. Did you work with him remotely when you were recording the song because it was during quarantine? We did, yeah. It was mostly all done <laughs> over, over email, actually. Oh, right. Because um, we were in LA at the time, and obviously he's back in the UK, so we had very different working hours. Although, no, as it turns out, we had the same working hours because he's a night owl. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. The first stuff that he did uh, uh, on the track uh, was actually in, on Halloween. He was up all night drinking and like uh, and uh, writing and singing and had a, a great time and he was so excited to share it with us and we were just like this is just too surreal you know <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. the goth lord himself yeah. in Halloween with a goblet of you know whatever it was that was really heartening to me because I was like Robert d- d- like from what I can tell doesn't have any like airs and graces around him mm. in terms of mm. what, how he thinks about himself and yeah it's interesting when we hear other people and the experiences our friends have had with certain collaborators they've worked with who are in no way as highly regarded as that but really believe that they are I feel like oh, it yeah. was a yeah. good lesson in terms of never never believe your own press too much to think that you're too good for it and I think it's just such he respects music and he respects other people he's yeah. a fan of music yeah. That's yeah. he really mm-hmm. is I think it's rare that truly top level people are dicks I mm. think that like Everyone in that rung below the absolute, absolute top level, you meet dicks everywhere, <laughs> and they're all really ego-driven, and everybody wants their grooming budget or, like, whatever, or the... the uh, uh, <laughs> if you want to give me the grooming budget, I will take it, because I'm not good at styling my own hair. It's very funny, right. but I wouldn't go around being, like, but that. When you meet the people who are, like, the absolute, like, legends... They're usually really calm, really lovely, yeah. and they just like want to put good things out into the world mm-hmm. because their life has been kind to them in a lot of ways, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> you know, like how did it come about with the collaboration? Did he like approach you, or did you approach him? Or? We were just to use the parlance of our time. We shot or shot. <laughs> Uh, we were to shoot or shot. <laughs> Is this another Scottish thing? Uh, <laughs> it's an internet thing. Speak American. We took a, yeah, we took a, we just like, basically, at, we, we, our manager was trying to get a support, right? And he says, oh, we know some people in the business or whatever. And they asked him, uh, could you, do you have a contact for the ma- uh, Cures Management? Not understanding that. Robert, in fact, manages himself, and they have no manager. And then 
that got back to Robert and he just emailed Campbell one day being like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> and he, our manager had to call us and say, guys, Robert Smith has just emailed me yeah. asking, <laughs> what do want. you want? <laughs> I may have so, over-hustled, he said. Yeah, so he's like, what do we want? And we, mm-hmm. right away, <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I guess we should just send send him as much music as we can and like beg him to be on a song and see what he says. Yeah. Like I'm sure people do all the time. And he uh right away he just zeroed in on this one track that we actually was kind of the top of our list. We were the thing thought that this would make the most sense for a collaboration. And then the ball was rolling really quickly. Oh, that's it was all dealt with directly and then it went quiet you know and those and the way that those things sometimes do and you're like oh well well i've emailed robert smith now and like <laughs> he's heard our music and he says he likes some of it and he asked for stems that's fucking cool but we haven't heard and, from him yeah. in a month but then yeah. like two months went mm. by and i'm like well if there's one thing you don't do is you don't chase that you never chase that <laughs> like just be like okay yeah it's over and then as ian said like, I remember we were steaming on Halloween, drink, uh, drinking at my house, drinking red wine, and like listening to records, or whatever. And it just came through in the email from Robert being like, There's your, that's my vocal on your song. Let me know what you think. <laughs> so cool. yeah. Send me notes when you get a chance yeah. Yeah, on Halloween. <laughs> and were, even funnier was that we were, one of the main reasons I was scared to send the music in the first place is so there's so much guitar playing on it that was just kind of very influenced by his uh, work, shall you say. I half expected them to be like, are you guys taking the piss? <laughs> like, are you really sending this to me? It's like, you're stealing my licks or whatever. Uh, but what he did say was, uh, do you want me to just play some guitar on this mm-hmm. <laughs> as well? Because yes, it kind of seems like that's yeah. what you're going for. And we obviously said, yes, please. Cool. And so he ended up playing on it as well, which was, I mean... It's a good story. It's a nice meet your idol story. Yeah, that's yeah. Really good one. It's one on each side. Yeah. Have is there any more idols that you guys have met or? It's a big one for me, I think, because probably um, Debbie Harry. I mean, oh, Harry, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that was uh, that was the only time I think I've ever been properly like to use it. Well, starstruck, I guess. Yeah. Um, she's just so fucking cool. She's exactly as cool and kind of nonchalant as you expect she would be. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she had been uh, brought in. It was the VMA Awards, I think, and she'd been brought in to sort of introduce our band. It's really nice that you think we played the VMAs. We well, definitely it really didn't. wasn't. <laughs> what was it? It, v- the v- it was the VMAs. It was the VMAs. Like, it was Video Music Awards. Wasn't that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we had some award later, thing right? in uh, yeah, New York. Grammys. We were playing yeah. the Grammys and the Oscars on one night. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, it's like that You Ought to Know show they used to do where it's like a bunch of bands on a revolving stage and we were being introduced by Debbie Harry mm. and they'd written her this script which was so it was weird wasn't it and I remember being like don't make Debbie say that about us she doesn't know us and it was all just very cheesy yeah, and then when <laughs> she after the rehearsal when she introduced us she'd rewritten it and I was like that's that's what you would think she would do she was like I'll yeah. write something that's authentic to me mm. and I'll introduce just was it not just more like here they are, here they are. <laughs> yeah pretty <laughs> much I've like, never heard of them before this yeah. band inspires me on a daily basis and I was like don't make like, Debbie well, say that if she, she doesn't she, feel she did. like she that. really loved the song Lies we talked oh, about yeah. that afterwards and, she was, uh, and she was like all the, from there no the, she didn't <laughs> I, and I really wanted to say that the lyrics from that song were like influenced by Videodrome um, ah. 
and yeah. I, and I shot it. I didn't do it. I was oh, just like, no. <sighs> well, because it's it's Debbie Harry in New York, and she's like in the like she's in the VIP bit chatting to folk. We did. We were just like oh. at the Grammys. At the Grammys where we were course, playing, yes, yeah. Yeah. with Beyonce. When you guys were, <laughs> when you guys were about to go into the Rock and Hall Rock totally. and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah. yeah, your induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She was, she was, she was just nice. awesome. Yeah, yeah. super but, cool. Oh, that's another. I, we did. We met Depeche. That's another one. Depeche Mode oh, when we cool. were like not big enough or uh, like anywhere anywhere near good enough to be on this stage. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> Not embarrassed. Story like, of my I'm sure life. We did, it, we did it. <laughs> We, we did have no we idea. Like the first album wasn't even out. No. We had an EP. We played like six months of shows, but we didn't. And then we're in like stadiums, yeah. football stadiums in Europe, and we were like, terrifying. Well, and that was like still one of my crowning achievements was that the you we played the San job. Siro Stadium in uh, in Milan, mm-hmm. which is a very famous like football arena. And I went straight to the gift shop and bought a football and mm-hmm. went out onto the pitch and started like playing like <laughs> keeping it up and like, going out and, like kicking the ball around. And, and you then got this, that like, way. Italian guy came running out like being like, "Nah, fucking shouting at me, Italian, get off the pitch." Yeah, get. I assume he meant stop. You're like this is a sacred, sacred space <laughs> and you are a piece of shit. <laughs> Why are you doing this? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you can't. He couldn't take it away because it had been done. <laughs> That's uh, it. Yeah. So I played at the San Siro. Yes. That's cool. One night yeah. that we they they used to do these. I mean, I think a lot of like le- huge legacy acts do them. These like mega mega VIP packages <laughs> that are for people that are that are really rich. Mm-hmm. And that like the after the show there was like a like caviar and shit like that. And wow. we like weren't allowed in. Like it was what? for all the people the that paid. The caviar wasn't on your rider. No, it was yeah. for all the people that paid like five grand a ticket or whatever. And we were like us, hungry. We were hungry, <laughs> Scottish, us being us were like, oh, we'll just fucking, we'll go down. We snuck it. And the guy, the guy at the front door was like, nah, I don't think so. And I was like, okay. <laughs> we went round the back and like in through the smoking area or something, just went in. <laughs> <laughs> and of course clearly some, not dressed for the occasion no right? like, some of their <laughs> fans were like oh that's a support act let me talk to them mm. which was kind of our, you know how it if you, if you, you go in. yeah if you go to a party and you don't <laughs> know anyone you're really just begging that you're just the universe that someone is going to be there that you know yeah so it like seems like you're supposed to be there <laughs> well it was kind of like that and uh, we I think we lasted about an hour it was like oh this decadent ham and shit and like all this yeah, really good cool food ham. and like Amazing cheese, and then someone was just like tap tap tap, yeah, get out. <laughs> and that was a long so like you know we weren't making a lot of money then like the record no. didn't come out and like we were it only was, spending like, money then. Yeah, mm. it was like festival to festival. You're just mm-hmm. eating what you can get at the catering, yeah. and then we were like, this is probably the best feed we're gonna get uh, <laughs> all year. We can't, we yeah, can't, can't not can't, try. Yeah. So thank you to Depeche for like, taking us on tour uh, for letting and letting us eat some caviar, fish. steal yeah. their caviar. Yeah. It's like me when I go on tour with Laura, I'm always like dipping into her wine on the rider. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, like, who drank my wine? I'm like, I don't know. Like, oh, why, is, why is Corey in here? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's important. you got to know. You guys used to make fun of me for the amount of stuff I put in my bag when we leave like a green room or like if we're doing like radio promo and there's Mate, free snacks. Like, I'm you like, take it too like, far. I'm stuck. You take it too far. You're well, like, help yourself to those four Latroids that we <laughs> provided I mean, for I you guys. I was like, <laughs> but luckily, I don't, you know, like, 
our actual houses aren't that far from here, but yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it serves me well. Like especially if you're on a long flight or something, oh, and we're, yeah, if totally. we fi- like, I will never get over the idea that we get into the fancy lounge at the airport. So when I get in there, oh, I'm yeah, like, just, filling my bag, yeah, yeah. Full I would of do that. Bits of fruit and yeah, yeah. <laughs> snack packs, and it works well every so often for on a long Maybe. promo day. Yeah. I can tell when people are getting hangry, and I'm like, here, little treats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got all the cereal bars. Snack packs. Yeah, I'm not. It's a lot, Lauren. I'm not gonna lie. It's like you go up to the place and like, she's got like a they've got these big bottles of like fancy sparkling water and Lauren takes her reusable her like, like empty water, water, water bottle empty just... water, and she's standing right in the staff face like <laughs> pouring this like ten quid bottle of uh, fancy water into the thing we're like thank you I'll see you later or she's like if we're playing somewhere drivable in like in Cali she's like. Oh. I'll just, great. She's like, I'll just drive. We're playing a winery in Napa. She's like, I'll just drive up. And she's like reversing her fucking car in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, wine and like I manuka honey. Ma- man- right. The only the other day I opened my last pot of tour manuka honey and I was like, oof. I really hope that this tour in November happens because I gotta get back yeah. there and get some really stock my honey. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like don't like to waste and like, you That's know, if true. writer yeah. comes out of your. your fee and stuff so totally. and I knew that cause that that, that uh, winery show was like a one off festival day and I was like nobody else lives driving distance so I guess I'll just <laughs> pop it on oh and when we did uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm just telling you when we did uh, the Kimmel in Vegas I oh definitely took God. all that rider home <laughs> yeah like, I literally have a picture of my boyfriend car- carrying bags of like popcorn and chips I'm gonna leave all these cheese spots behind for what for like marshmallow, eat them? No way. I'm yeah. taking these. Yeah. In hindsight, I was right. He can buy his own cheese puffs. I'm taking them. Yeah. Home. That's true. <laughs> However many cheese puffs you can fit in your bag. One day yeah. this will end, and I will need my cheese puff money. I don't want to spend it on cheese puffs when there's one right get there. All you can get. You know. You know. I was just thinking about um, when I toured in Scotland. On my rider, I always have like snacky things, and I was provided haggis flavored. Crisps. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. know them well. Haggis? That's I the one question haggis. I prepared for you guys. Do you eat meat? I think I'm the only one of the three no, of no, us I that like really it, loves a haggis. I like it now as well. Really, you've come around? Yeah, I prefer vegetarian haggis because mm. obviously it's not full of fucking <coughs> haggis. <laughs> just disgusting entrails but or whatever. Wait, what is? Isn't it the stomach lining of a cow? Traditionally, it was. So what's vegetarian? If you you like vegetables inside the stomach lining of the cow? No, 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 no. It's basically like lentils done in the same spices yeah. and stuff. So mm-hmm. it looks like haggis and, and it kind of tastes like yeah. it, but oh, you're not haggis. eating. It's not. Yeah, it's not lips. actually haggis. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's got the sim- a similar kind of spice in the oats. Obviously, you have oats in real haggis too, but it's all mm. kind of like mixed in with the awful I guess but you uh, you eat real haggis I love yeah I don't eat it often I'll have it you know maybe once a year or something yeah. around burnest night like but. I made some I made like a regular version and a veggie version this year for uh, burns night which is like 25th 25th of January it's like the annual celebration of the poet Robert Burns the or Scottish bard and there's like a traditional meal that you can have and just because Martin and I haven't been able to get home yeah. So we haven't mm-hmm. been home since Christmas 2019. So oh, wow. I made two American friends and my partner who's English. <laughs> I was like, come on, 
you love it. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, who wants to read the poem? And everyone was like, um. I'm like, okay, we won't read the poem. We'll just listen to it. I put on the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what? And to be fair, like, the other people that came around, one of them was a drummer, and he was, like, absolutely loving the Chili Pipers. Oh, yeah? Like, he Is was just like, <laughs> it's, like... It's kind of does what it says on the tin. It's a pipe band that does covers of contemporary <laughs> rock songs. That's so funny. Uh, it's not just the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Not just. No. They oh, branched thank out God from for that. that. And they're like yeah. pretty big. They can play like massive shows. Wait, yeah, they're those big. guys wow. have got it right. If I could get do what they did, we would be so rich. It's insane. They are like <laughs> they eventually they got so big and so many functions want them to play that they became a franchise act, and it would just be like there's. There's, I think there's two or three bands there that all get sent to different places no to like play. You should do that churches. Yeah, well, yeah, you guys you can have your version of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah the... I'm just like, we're the OG, but then we've like, we like anoint a few people that can do the impression to <laughs> mm-hmm. off you go, Sweet. off you go, That's and then we split idea. the money. But I think there's such an appetite for that. Like the town that I grew up in, well, I grew up in like a small village, but the next town over, the thing that would be most consistently booked at the one music venue was the Complete Stone Roses. Aye. And I'm like, the Complete Stone Roses probably have a more profitable career yeah, than yeah. the actual Stone Roses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. Point. And like, boot like Beatles, I've seen them like <coughs> twice with my parents and stuff. Like, people are mad for this. There yeah. was an Oasis one called No Oasis that was oh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Scottish uh, Van Halen cover band called Van Halen. <laughs> um, what was like one of your Andy McGlone was in a Led Zeppelin tribute band called Ned Zeppelin oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what would your tribute band be yeah. if you guys could have a tribute band it's not a name that really lends itself well to tribute band what? puns churches hmm. Hmm. or if you could oh if we were in a band oh yeah. sorry sorry what um, would you join <gasps> you could be in this Slayer tribute band called Nair <laughs> or <laughs> Near, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't work. It's not a good pun. Good <laughs> question. That's us derailed now. Yeah. We're just gonna spend the next ten uh, minutes thinking about it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. We stumped you guys. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we'll think about it over the yeah, course of the next questions. We'll be one. listening, but in the back of our minds, we'll be thinking about puns. <laughs> All right, so last part of the show is rants and raves, and um, yeah, what are some of your, what are you hating right now? What are you loving right now? I, I can answer both of those with the mm. same uh, with the same answer. The 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 new UK Love Island. Uh, mm. I'm both in love and addicted to it, and also completely repelled, <laughs> as it holds a magnifying glass up to the worst things about particularly men in this day and age, but it's fucking awful and cruel, yeah. but my god, is it addictive? Well, do you <laughs> know <laughs> of The Bachelor or Bachelorette, which yeah. is kind of like mm-hmm. the American I watch both. I watched both. I watched Love Island and night. The Bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> I watched, I'm like I addicted watch to night, The Bachelorette no. and The Bachelor and all that bullshit, but mm-hmm. I was saying, I was telling Laura about it because she hadn't heard of it before, oh. and I was explaining it to her, and I was like, mm. yeah, Americans, like, can't believe them. they're awful, like, we have this show, I love it, I hate it. Mm but I love it. <laughs> and she said, well, 
you know, Brits are really bad too. Have you heard of this show called Naked Attraction? Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. What yeah. the fuck, you guys? What the hell would you guys? So, but in a way, though, isn't that the bottom line of The Bachelor? The it's just line. more, as it were, it's just more upfront. Yeah. It's true. just getting right to the yeah. yeah. I, I love so. Naked Attraction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, to explain it, we have to explain it. Yeah. Because uh, I had no idea. You didn't believe me. I did didn't you? believe. And then she pulled up, okay. There's some on YouTube. You can you, it. That's what yeah. she did. She mm. pulled up YouTube, and I was just—I'm still in shock. This is—I'm like really <laughs> glad you brought this up because I've been wanting to talk about this like with anyone and in everyone since I learned about it. Yeah, my therapist yesterday was like, "Enough with this." Okay, <laughs> this is a show where basically there there's a it's a dating show, I guess, and there are four contestants, and then there's one person who's choosing mm. who they want to date, and they reveal parts of the body like they they're behind the contestants are behind screens and gradually the screens come up in stages and they eliminate one contestant every time it reveals more but yeah they show (laughs) they stop or it's like oh no they show penises and vaginas and it and this is what on channel four at like eight p.m. Yeah, like it's yeah. Like, and, I, and I was thinking yeah, nine. nine's like, the watershed. Yeah. <laughs> this is the willy shed. Okay, nine. Yeah, when all the kids are yeah. asleep. Mm. But it's like, I didn't. Re- I said I thought maybe they were in bikinis. You thought it was blurred mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Or blurred out. And I said nope. no, it's not. It's and, and like they're critiquing, like fall, <laughs> zoom in to the penis, and they're like, "What do you think about this penis?" And I oh, could not nice believe yeah. it. Symmetrical. They're like, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, and they're like, well, yeah, I, I like In that. In a way, I, like I kind of like it, though, because it shows how, like, we're all superficial in yeah. a lot of ways, even though we all say, you say that you aren't and you try not to be about certain things. But in a way, I thought it was kind of more honest because that's what physical mm. attraction is based on, not necessarily someone's vagina specifically, <laughs> but an arbitrary set of things that we all sign up to and co-sign, mm. you know? Mm. So in a way, every time I'm like... Yes, I love that all these panties look different, and I love, this is great. And the then best. at the end, that no, just before they show the the no, just before she they make the decision, they make the contestant who isn't in the cabinets or the cab- naked. Yeah. they have to get naked. Yeah. So the host's like, and then you're gonna go and get naked, and then we'll we'll have a chat, and, and like, then they come back na- nude yeah. to choose the person that they want. So then they're both nude. When they hold hands and leave. So the best, no, but the best thing is <laughs> that the losers. Yeah. She's like, they hold yeah. hands? But the losers have to, like, when they go, oh, sorry, I didn't pick you, and then they have to naked hug. Yeah, the naked hug. I <laughs> Which is the best I bit. was like, ugh. Uh, like, naked whoa, <laughs> you're literally touching uh, tits and dick. Like, oh, like right, <laughs> tits right, and ne- dick. right next to each other. <laughs> for this person that you don't want to get with. And then after you've touched tits and dick, they've got to leave. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. I, thought, uh, I didn't actually know about it till recently. I don't know how oh. I missed this. Maybe because I was out here for so long, and then I, like, went back yeah. and... And it came on the TV, and I was like, what the hell? It's been around for ages. Do you know what's shocking to me, though, is that the Americans haven't haven't adopted this. Oh, no. We would would pretend to be appalled by it. That's the funny thing, is Americans would, like, not be okay with that. It's interesting, because I even think, especially driving around Los Angeles, like, once I was in the car, and I thought to myself, I'm like, yeah, this culture in this town specifically is obsessed with, like, tits. But terrified of nipples. Yeah, it's kind of this it's true. Like, so true. Yeah. Like, sex obsessed, like, but not about like you know. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, if, and in a way, that's too real. Yeah. Ugh. We've taken away like the it's, artifice it's and like the society. I don't know. It's it's but, really and yet you have Fuckboy sure. Island. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I've watched if, the English yeah. one and the American one. Oh, there's an but, English one. And um, the the Love Island. Oh, Love Island. Yeah. No, there's one called F Boy Island. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Love Island is Fuckboy Island. Yeah. 
FYI, that's Ellen where you draw terrible. the line. Yeah, yeah like... but, but no, it's not actually like I want you would you wouldn't even begin to understand the depths of bad TV that I'm willing to watch. <laughs> no, I'll, trust me, I'm I'll right there the with way, you. Right? I'll go all the way. Actually, right now, what I really love is Bering Sea Gold, a show about these weirdos, weirdos in Alaska who dived in the ocean to like oh, suck yeah. up gold from the sea yeah. floor. It's amazing. But the, what I'm talking about... We need to go back on tour. We need to go back What's happening there? Oh, well, I'm, well, maybe it's that people risk their lives every day and there's freezing oh, yeah, temperatures yeah, and they... Uh, no, no. Uh, there's no deaths. break all the time. But no, FBI Island is fucking terrible because they, they make out, because it's HBO, that they're going to say Fuckboy Island and it's going to be this kind of, like, modern take on it. The guys are awful. There's like three girls and they, they keep saying F-boy, F-boy, F-boy until it's like kind of brainwashing. And I would watch the first episode and I was like, mm, yeah, he's an F-boy. And I was like, I said <laughs> F-boy. And I turned it off immediately. I'm like, no, this is so fucking wrong. This is a bridge too far. Get my Love Island on. Get my gold shows on. That's where, that's where it's about. Yeah. Um, and, what you, and Lauren, what is something you are really into right now? Well... Um, it's only like four or five episodes out at this point, but that show White Lotus. That is my favorite new yeah. show. What? I haven't heard of it. It's on HBO. It's on HBO, and I saw a friend that recommended it, and uh, there's so many amazing people in it. Everyone's performances are so good, but it's kind of, we were talking about it last night, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like modernized Faulty Towers. I don't know if Faulty Towers was the thing mm, here, but it was like John Cleese from Monty Python oh, cool. was in a, like a oh. British sitcom kind of surreal sitcom about a hotel and the, the Australian guy that's in White Lotus reminds me so much of this John Cleese character but with all kinds of mm. extra layers to it yeah. and it's so funny and so kind of I get like teary eyed at some of the sad stuff and then yeah I just love it so much and Steve Zahn is amazing I love Connie him. Britton I yeah, would watch anything all really with her in it. And, like, Jennifer Coolidge. I feel like she's such a great actress, and people don't give her the credit for that because mm. she's always in these certain kind of comedies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm. yes, very it's, funny. It's I'm really... And it's also, like, re- it's really well-written, but the, every character is pretty believable. Like, he mm-hmm. actually... the Mike White, who wrote it, it's just, like... I mean, they're exaggerated, of course. Well, kind of. But <laughs> there is... It's very... He, like, has his finger on the pulse of so many things yes. going on especially culturally like it's just it's really good I yes agree. and like the the kind of <laughs> shitty male and the newlywed couple different i'm like i can't i keep going like <clears throat> when i'm watching it because i'm like uh it's triggering but you to know use those the parlance people. of That's our time it i'm like, like a rich real. dude who thinks the world owes yeah. him a favor oh and his mommy <laughs> yes and the rich mom it's just it's very on point. I'm gonna have then to watch I watch this. it and I'm like, mm. oh man. And I remember, I remember working in customer service and working in bars and restaurants and being like, yeah, these these are so these people are so real. They're so. This has happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this happens yeah. all the time. But then also when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, it does look lovely. I'd love to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so yeah, much for coming on, and thank we're you. really looking forward to the new record, yeah. August twenty seventh, Screen Violence, and then it sounds like you guys have material for. It something else. We're going to write a whole Love Island themed yeah. concept. Yeah. I guess we don't have to say bye like that because they're in front of us. Oh Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Never Meet Your Idols. Join us next time for season three. 
To submit questions for us or our guests, email us at nevermeetyouridols at gmail.com. Or send us a message or voice memo on Instagram at nevermeetyouridolspodcast. Until next time, I'm Kare. And I'm Laura Mary. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday.